And next up for karaoke, Bernie, you're up. Come on up, man. What do you want to do? I want to do some Mix-A-Lot Baby Got Back because I like big butts. That's awesome, Bernie. Okay, well, here you go. Take the mic. This thing on? It's, it's on. You ready? Here we go. I like big butts, but I cannot lie. No other brothers can deny. When a girl walks in with a nitty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get... Hey, coming at you from the Skyhammer Studios on City 92.9. This is the El Donzo and D Show. You have insanity in my earpiece. And I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we have a whole lot of news for you today. All the news, it is news and nothing but the news. Uh, First off, I want to start off uh, and just get this out of the way right now. We want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Enviroseal. If you have sinking concrete slabs like driveways, patios, or sidewalks, uh, give them a call at 309-275-6303. They take polyurethane foam, and that's how they that's how they actually do the jacking, which is pretty cool. They also can insulate any commercial or residential building with spray foam, too. So for all your jacking and insulation needs... Give those guys a call at 309-275-6303. Dees, how was your week? Uh, pretty good, I guess. Didn't really do a whole lot. Played a lot of Xbox. We, uh, we, we, learned learned quite a bit about whether or not a person was or was not male or female or how they identified because it was all really uh, convoluted at the very beginning i i have more uh, more questions than i do answers at this point before almost. yeah before we get into that um in full disclosure we are pre-recording the show this is a thursday evening you're going to hear it on saturday so literally the news just broke within the hour i believe of uh donald trump being indicted um so at this point we don't know what's going to happen so when you hear this saturday and we don't talk about Donald Trump hanging himself in the same cell that Jeffrey Epstein was in. That's because we're doing this on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just broke. And we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but there's really not a whole lot of news at this point. No. Rather than what we knew was going to happen or what we thought would happen um, has happened. The only it's... real new development that we have as of this moment is that the, I guess, the testimony or, or evidence of the second alleged payout hush money payout to um is it patty mcdougall karen, McDougal. karen mcdougall either way um that's the only thing and that might have been the thing that pushed it over the edge that got him the indictment but either way uh so yeah come saturday there'll probably be more of this out so uh, don't sit there at your radio or listening device and and talk about how we're idiots because we don't know because it hasn't we, happened yet we are idiots well we but are not idiots, for that yes. reason right uh so you know the other big news story which I want to get out of the way because this has a lot of sub stories with it too. Yeah, people just acting stupid. Um, Monday, a former student named Audrey Hale killed three children and three adults at Covenant Christian Elementary School in Nashville on Monday. I already said that. Yeah. Armed with two assault-style weapons and a handgun, after elaborately planning the massacre by drawing a detailed map and conducting surveillance of the building. Nashville's chief of police, John Drake, told NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt that the shooter had planned to attack several different places, saying a manifesto belonging to the suspect indicates that there was going to be shootings at multiple locations, and the school was one of them. Officers responded and shot and killed the attacker. Uh, 
at the Covenant School, which is attached to the Covenant Presbyterian Church in the Tennessee State Capitol. Drake said investigators believe the shooting stemmed from some resentment the suspect harbored for having to go to that school as a young person. Now, that was, a, that was I read you that from NBC. Before we get in any further, I'm so sick of hearing the phrase assault weapon, assault style weapon. I am Because, too. look, if I beat you over the head right now with a water bottle... It was an assault it's an water assault bottle. Water, like it's the action. Any weapon is an assault weapon if you use it that way. I just I, that. I I agree. I agree. I agree. Scr- yeah, skin crawl. But anyway, not to take away from this tragic event, but I agree with that. But something that was left out of there was that Audrey Hale was transgender, and in our research, because we drink and we research things, mm-hmm. what we can we can determine is that it was a female that was acting like a man. Yes. Is that what you get too, D's? Yeah. Although when it first came out, I I took it as the other way around, that it was a male who had transitioned to a female. Because some places reported yeah, it. Yeah, like it was that. reported differently. I believe USA Today was one that had it wrong or whatever, but uh, there was a lot of big hubbub about that. But it was a biological female who was, quote, identifying as a male. And then the other interesting note i found which kind of tells you where our our media draws the line in the sand if you went to fox news on that day and and the subsequent days transgender transgender i mean it was all over the story every single story described transgender person blah 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 i went to cnn the both monday and tuesday all of their blurbs all of their stories everything about it not one single time could you find the word transgender. Mm. Not that it matters. It's just an interesting like look at how the two sides choose to report things. You, I mean, and you can find that about just about anything. I just, to me, I, that kind of stuck out as as well. Odd. The liberal uh, mainstream media did their best to distance themselves from this person being transgender. Yeah. They, they didn't want anything. To, they dropped that like it was hot. Well, not only that, but a obviously they're. They're on the left, the far, far, I would say far left. B, a female, whether or not he, she, it, whatever, identified as a male, it's a female. How many like mass shootings have been females that you can think of right now off the top of your head? Off the top of my head? Um, none. Exactly. None. And and maybe that's just off the top of my head. I can't and think then, of any. Then on top of that, transgender. It's like this is a... Look, there's something called dead. Who had that on their bingo we, card? We've got a whole lot to get in. Into the, I hate to use the term unpack. I hate when people say we're going to unpack it, but we're going to do our best. But one thing that really, really drives me nuts about this is why can't they just tell us the sex of the person? Because how many times have you read it because was a transgender woman or was a transgender... Just say it. You'll offend people. Well, I... If anybody's listening to the show, they know we don't give a damn about it. No, yeah, just wait till later. So this is, and it's just one of my gripes. Just tell us what the sex of the person was, okay? We want to know. Just tell us what were they born. If they got a, if they got a, if they got a penis, they're a dude. If they don't, they're a chick. Whatever. Just tell us. Anyway, uh, this is where this gets out of hand. Well, the, the whole transgender thing, I think, is going to, and again, I want to know what was said in the manifesto, like 
that to me is like vital information that could maybe clear oh, a lot of this up. Yeah, absolutely it is. But when the after the FBI and the ATF go through and scrub it, then we'll be able to see it. Yeah. So we got to wait for them to do their thing. So this is where it starts going to hell in a handbasket. A radical transgender group said the transgender Nashville shooter felt no other effective way to be seen than killing six people at a private Presbyterian school. The Trans Resistance Network, the TRN, a far left, imagine that, transgender collective released an inflammatory statement on Monday in the wake of the Covenant School Nashville shooting by transgender woman Ardrey Hale that killed three nine-year-olds and three adults, calling the mass murder a dual tragedy. The group wrote the first was the deaths of the children and adults in the school and extended their deepest sympathies and heartfelt prayers to those families dealing with the loss of loved ones. There is nothing we can offer that will com- that will comfort the hurt or ease the sorrow, they wrote. The second and more complex tragedy is that Aiden, or Audrey Hale, who felt she had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking the lives of others and by consequence herself. There is That's the most asinine statement I think I've ever heard. Now, what if somebody said that about the Buffalo shooter or, or the Rob Elementary shooter? Yeah. What if they were making excuses for the shooter? If I could paraphrase Chris Rock in one of his earlier specials when he was talking about Columbine and and kids and what people were trying to find things to blame on. Can't people just be crazy anymore? Like, obviously, and we already know that Audrey was uh, being treated for a, quote, undisclosed mental disorder. And I want to get into that. I want to do a few more of these. You're absolutely right here. This all ties into something, and I'm going to try to wrap that up at the end of this it wasn't about trying to be seen or to draw attention to the plight of the transgender person that crazy may have to bleep that well it's already bleeped don't worry about it but you're absolutely right and this is from fox news nashville school shooting journalist mock prayer drag show ban after christian school massacre check this out after a shooter killed three children, this is, of course, Ardrey Hale, and staff members at a private Christian grade school in Nashville, Tennessee on Monday, some journalists, columnists, entertainers, and activists turned their ire onto Christians and conservatives for banning drag shows for kids. There's a big difference from what they're saying to what actually happened. We're banning drag shows. If you didn't have drag queens going out there and bumping and grinding on kids, we wouldn't have this issue. 20 years ago, there was ev- uh, evangelists, right? And there was drag shows, mm-hmm. and nobody said anything about the drag shows until yeah. they started doing Drag Queen Story Hour and all this other goofy stuff with it. Yeah. So now they're blaming us for this. Look, there's a big di- We're not saying you have to go in the closet. I see transgenders all the time at Walmart, okay? Nobody says anything to them. We don't care. Yeah. It's, they're making I this into something it is. zero isn't. sleep over whether or not somebody wants to change their sexual identity i don't care more power to you but here's the other thing unless it's a child because they're encouraging that now they're saying that because they're restricting uh children transitioning you know that's part of this and that's what's driving them to the trans day of vengeance which we're also going to cover as well i mean i grew up with more than one male who was very very effeminate and i grew up with more than one female who was very very like tomboyish most of the time they grow out of that but this thing that they're doing now is oh would little Susie likes to play with gi joes well now you can be steven you're a boy now and so it gets ingrained in the child's head that okay well i guess i gotta act like a boy the rest of my life there's it's it's there's so many stupid and i want we're going to get into this in the next segment this is going to be a long one on this but we've got a lot of stories that i think we need to hit before we get into anything else 
So we will be right back. Aldonzo and D show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Hey, D's here from the Aldonzo and D show, welcoming you to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Aldonzo D's. Go on over, check us out, give us a like, a follow, a share, drop some comments, let us know what you think, and we also post links to all of our uh, shows, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, anywhere you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. Facebook.com slash El Donzo D. Hey, this is the El Donzo D Show back on Cities 92.9. And of course, we're talking about the Nashville shooting that happened this week. And I'm D's. (laughs) Sorry, we all... We always do it. I broke it up. This is a serious story. I'm sorry. It is a serious story. And we've got a lot of sub stories here we're going to try to cover for you. Uh, We were talking about how the left wing is coming out and going absolutely, as D said in the last episode, batshit crazy over this, which will get bleeped again. Uh, But they really are. They're losing their minds. When we left off, we were talking about, uh, there's a story from Fox. They're starting to make up excuses for this Audrey Hale now. Uh, left-wing sports writer Mike Wise seemed to agree with a tweet that sympathized with the transgender shooter, Audrey Hale, 28, whom police say attended the school as a child for being a victim of intolerant brainwashing through religious indoctrination. Now, these these and I were talking on the break. What really is being brainwashed here? You're taking young children, all right? She's 28 years old. She's young. You're taking these children who may or may not have mental issues, and you're telling them from the point where they're, you know, six, seven years old, oh, you can be anything you want to be. Oh, you, what did you say to little Susie and the G.I. Joe guys? What was your analogy for that? Well, like I grew up with several boys who were very effeminate, and I grew up with several girls who were very tomboyish. The difference is, is back when I was a child, and you, I mean, we're not that far apart, no. but, you know, parents you kind of let them grow with it and see most of the time, I think you can safely say that they came out of it or at least went into adulthood and was able to make an actual educated decision. The difference today is, is that as soon as one of those children start to show those kinds of signs, boom, they're right on certain parents were like, Oh, well not Susie. Now you're Steven and you're going to live the rest of your life as a boy. And they're not ready. I'm sorry. Look, I'll say it. I've said it a hundred times on this show. Yeah. I'll say it a hundred more. I 1000% support a transgender person's rights to be whatever you want to be. Once you have the brain capacity as an adult to make that kind of decision should not be made for them when they're six years old or 10 or 12. It's sickening. Yeah. If we have to wait until a person is 18 to send them off to war to kill people, or we have to wait till a person is 21 to allow them to drink alcohol, then they should have to wait till they're at least 18 to make that kind of decision. Let them live how they want to live. If they want to be a tomboy, let her be a tomboy. If he wants to be effeminate, let him be effeminate. But wait until they become an adult to where they can see what the real world is actually like. And make their own decisions. And make your own decision. So yeah. Audrey Hale, well, first of all, she goes in, she, she shoots... Uh, three nine-year-old children and three adults. She's obviously off a rocker in the first place, okay? Nobody that does this is grounded in reality. Second thing was she was being treated for a mental illness. Uh, Yeah, which we don't know what it was. We don't know what it was, but she was being treated for a mental illness. Now, when you take children or when you take young adults like this and start telling them, 
they'll love you regardless. You can be anything you want to be. You just change yourself. You can be anything you want to be. And don't listen to those nasty white Christians. Don't listen to those guys. You can be anything you want to be. And you finally change over. And now they're telling you they're coming after you. They don't want you to exist anymore in society. They're out to get you. We need a trans day of vengeance. Stuff like this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and to be you- fair, and again, a lot of you listening won't like what I'm about to say, but the religious indoctrination thing, that's a real thing, too. I, I, not not to this degree i don't no, believe no that, this yeah. isn't but he's he you're making a side note that there is religious indoctrination yes it happens across all religions it happens across every country all the world. everywhere yeah i don't believe this was any kind of religious no. indoctrination it was a christian school it seemed like a yes. good school it's what this here here's another one and this is where it gets me twitter and facebook and we were talking about the same with social media yep okay that is a poison listen to this Listen to this quote. I don't condone Audrey Hale's actions, though I understand their their outrage against an intolerant state that brainwashes children through religious indoctrination. The reality is this human still identified as that child attending that school and carry that pain into adulthood. A Twitter user named Kate Armarco wrote, she doesn't know anything. She's reading this. Cat, Kate, whatever. Let's call the whole thing off. She's reading this regurgitated from some other idiot that doesn't do their research. Yeah. Okay, they want to turn this into a religious indoctrination thing. Which, again, this separates that generation with, like, our generation, my generation. I had a kind of a rough childhood, too. Guess what? I didn't go back to my old school and shoot the place up. Like, it's the wussification of America right here in front of us. Like, you're, you're saying she's still that same kid, so the, so she was messed up as a kid and wanted to shoot other kids? This is stupid. Yeah. This is just ignorant. And now we come back to this. I pulled this thing up. Uh, here we go. Refresh. You got to hit the refresh. How oh, I can her do that? Yep. There you go. See? Okay, so so Corrine Jean-Pierre and, uh, and Tom Cotton got into it over this. Uh, Cotton slammed the White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, for placing blame on Republican lawmakers for the Covenant school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee on Monday. Uh, she said it doesn't get much lower than blaming Republicans in Congress for a transgender killer who targeted a Christian school. He said that. Oh, excuse me. He said that. Tom Cotton said that. Thank you for correcting me. Um, Corrine Jean-Pierre said, what I will say to Republicans in Congress is, what are you going to say to these parents? What are you going to say to these family members? We cannot sit around and allow this anymore. Why does it come down to the Republicans? Because they're the ones in, in favor of no gun bans. They're, That's what it they're in down favor to. of no gun bans. Yeah. But then you ha- also had NPR coming out and doing this thing where they're pushing transgenders and gays to buy guns. What else are they against? They're against Drag Queen Story Hour. Republicans didn't kill those kids. And the fact that this these idiots in the White House are trying to make it into that is sickening. It always goes back to guns, guns, guns. Why are we raising a generation of kids or young people that think they have to do this all the yeah. time? What I will say on this subject, and I've said it before on here before we became world famous, <clears throat> there needs to be a universal nationwide background check system. I don't know what those w- it would entail, but it needs to be comprehensive. And, and if you do not pass that, I'm talking mental evaluations, background checks, all that stuff. That I am 100% in agreement on because... This is a perfect example. There are no background checks in Tennessee, which allowed this person to go and buy seven weapons, three of which were used in the shooting. 
So my issue with this. And you're still not going to catch them all. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people that have. You're you're not going to catch them all. But the problem is people aren't reporting this. This isn't about a background check or a psych check. People aren't reporting this. This chick had problems. Yeah. People knew she had problems. Okay. But my point is. Nobody reported that. You're right. But it's easy enough to find out if like. I don't care if there has to be some super top secret registry. If you're under mental, uh, mental health care or whatever, I think we need to go there. Well, here's my issue. If you're deemed, if you're deemed a danger to yourself or others, that's one thing. When you, here's where this gets out in the weeds with the Democrats and the left wing on this. When they say, you know, it's gotta be a mental health care thing. If you have mental issues, you know, if you're suffering from anxiety and you take some Xanax every now and again, well, that's a mental health issue. We've got to take your guns. That's where that goes. That's the issue with that. Agreed. Like I said, it, I don't you know. know. That's 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 a I don't know where the line would be drawn, but I mean, it, it, it's a, a step in the right direction, I think. And there are people that are crazy that are really good at hiding it. So maybe it won't catch them all. But. I don't know. To me, I'd like to think that it would the, at the, least stop some of the Buffalo stuff. shooter, the guy that shut up, shot up the, uh, the supermarket in Buffalo. Okay. He was posting on, I believe it was 4chan about what he was going to do. Okay. He was project for weeks mm-hmm. and they had a, re- they had a former FBI agent that was part of his chat group watching this. Nobody said anything. And this person, Audrey Hale was posting a lot of depressing stuff on her Facebook as well. So why do we need laws? You know what? Here, how about this for a law? You tell me what you think. Oh, and not to mention the Rob elementary uh, school shooter that he was, they were calling him the school shooter months before he shot up the school because he was posting manifested. They manifested it. So how about this? You're talking about mental health laws. How about this? If you catch somebody on the internet or you see somebody in a chat room, that's talking about shooting up a school or shooting people or doing harm to somebody and you don't report it, how about you get tried as an accomplice? Make that a law. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that. I mean, uh, that, you know, that's better than going, you know, uh, that gets pretty cloudy too, because when you put it out there on Facebook or whatever, what are you, you going to charge their entire list of 540 friends or, well, maybe that'll motivate people to report this ignorant stuff when they see it. When somebody makes an actual threat and says they're going to do something whether it's your best friend, whether it's your group of 500 people. Yeah, we, we got to change this. No, this has got to change. So check this out. We talked about a trans day event of vengeance. Uh, this is put on by an act- activist group. It's demonstration outside the Supreme Court on Saturday, which is two days from now. Excuse me. Warning against astronomical amounts of hate from the world. And following the horrifying Nashville shooting, which left seven dead on Monday, the trans radical activist network. Tran. That's kind of cute, isn't it? We'll host the event in Washington, D.C. from 31st March until 2nd April, starting Friday and marching on the Supreme Court at 11 a.m. on Saturday. On their website, they cite gender-affirming caravan bills and political climate as motives from, for the demonstration. So when you see something like Trans Day of Vengeance, does that sound peaceful to you? <laughs> no. What, what do you think of all these trainees out there seeing this Trans Day of Vengeance thing it and sounds, they're taking up arms? Sounds like a sequel to the Transformer movie. <laughs> Friends Day of Vengeance. So once again, it, it just when you thought it was safe to cut off your wiener. <laughs> Think again. Trans Day of Vengeance. 
here's another one. This is, like I said, we have these sub-stories here. Katie Hobbs' press secretary resigns after tweet advocating gun violence against transphobes on the heels of transgender shooting, killing six in Nashville. Which we're, we will talk about right after and this I break. I promise we're going to wrap this up with a few points, but yes, we I have mean, to take the break. To, to be fair, this is a lot of stuff to go through, and it's been a, a bad week. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to pack it in, and hopefully we'll make you laugh a little bit later. We'll be right back on 92.9. Seal Donzo and D Show coming back at you on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. And I'm D. Just to make sure we didn't miss that again, right, D's? <laughs> so we were talking about Katie Hobbs. Uh, excuse me, Katie Hobbs' press secretary resigns after tweet advocating gun violence against transphobes. Oh, Jocelyn Berry is her name. Jocelyn, Jocelyn Berry. That's yeah. yep, right there. Uh, of course, press secretary. Has resigned after a tweet advocating gun violence. Let's go to that tweet right now. I'm going to read it to you. Can you see this, D's? Yeah. It says, us when we see transphobes, and I don't know if that's a tranny or not, but she's got two pistols up. So that's, of course, in my mind, does that advocate gun violence? Yeah, kind of. I mean, that's like if, if, if I posted a picture of us and it captioned, us when we see transvestites and we both had guns pointing at somebody, that would probably... I don't know what the context could be taken out of that. That's pretty much what I'm seeing is, is, yeah. So after the tweet began to go viral with commentary from outspoken political commentators, including the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh, Barry locked her account. Uh, of course, this is in, this was, I think it was right before uh, Audrey Hale shot up the school. Am I correct on that? I believe so, yeah. Yes, yes. Let's go back to the date on that to make sure I'm not screwing this up here. March 27th, 9.30 p.m. So March 27th. So this was before she shot up the school. No. Yeah, she shot up the school at 10. In the morning, right? Yeah, that was 9.37. What do we got here? That's 9.30 p.m. on the 27th. Ooh, correct. Oh, well, I missed so, that. Thank you, Dee. So yeah, this. So I just made a mistake. Night. So she texted this which out makes after, it which makes it even worse. worse. Which makes it even worse. Yeah. So you've got... This is basically condoning what happened. This is disgusting. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't know how to put this. They're starting a civil war in this country. Can we just focus on World War Three before we go to the civil war? I know we talked about the civil war back in 2020, but... Uh, yeah, we, we've got a bigger war that's on the uh, horizon here. So I've got two more things to add to this, and this it's going to be kind of toning this down a little bit. But look, in the end, three young children got killed, three adults got killed for no reason by somebody that was mentally insane. Yeah, You can't be making excuses for this. Everybody talks about the gun. Everybody talks about Republicans. Nobody talks about where we're steering society right yeah. now. That's it's the issue. Like we talked about at uh, on Tuesday night, it's not everybody says it's the guns it's the guns it's the guns i'm sick of that it's not the guns it's the people it's it's mental health it's it's 100 the people not no gun in the history of ever has gotten the car no. and drove down to a school or a grocery store or whatever and just murdered people no no it is, and it never will people are 
in control of these weapons and their mental health obviously isn't where it needs to be. So I am 100% with finding some kind of universal system. And no, I don't know what that system would consist of, but I think it's at least worth looking into and trying to figure out. Um, But taking the guns out of law-abiding citizens' hands will solve nothing. And again, I hate beating this dead horse, but... Last time I checked, heroin and cocaine and all this other stuff has been illegal for a long time, and yet it's everywhere. So what the hell do you think is going to happen when you outlaw these guns? Well, when you've got 400 million guns in the United States, you can't get rid of them. How many legal guns were used in all of the murders that have happened in Chicago year to date? Probably zero. Or very, very low. Or very, very few. Very, very very low. low. And that's exactly what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen if you go and you ban all these guns? You are going to make the cartels way richer because guess what? They just started a new business. Drugs and guns. The gun business. You don't think that they won't be shipping guns over to the the people that want to do bad things? Wake up because that's exactly what's going to happen. These, I think you're, you got a good point on this. It has to be a different approach. You can't ban them. That's not realistic. No, it's not. It's a cop-out. Is We need to ban guns. We need to ban yeah. these firearms. Like I it's, said, it's, it's you're going to take it out of the, the good people's hands, and you are going to turn the, the drug cartels and the, the smugglers and all this stuff into billionaires because the guns will still be here. Speaking of guns, Biden made uh, a lot of blunders about the Second Amendment. We're going to get into that, but the other blunder he made uh, was he was doing a press conference after the shooting. Uh, President Biden was criticized Monday for his response to the Nashville school shooting after he joked that he only made a public appearance because he heard there would be ice cream before discussing the tragedy. So he knew the tragedy had happened, but he does it. You know what? We do cold opens. We try to make them funny on the show, but but we're idiots, okay? Yeah. This guy's the president of the United States. So uh, he was in the... Uh, oh, he was in the White House's East Room. My apologies. <laughs> Let me check his schedule. Yeah, 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 I know. Uh, Anyway, he opened up with, my name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Jill Biden's husband. Yeah, we all knew that. Uh, He said, I eat Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Usually when Joe Biden says, you think I'm kidding, I'm not, he's kidding. But I think he really thought there was ice cream. And then, of course, he goes into the Nashville school massacre. Because what a better way to open up about yeah. something so tragic than to talk about his damn ice cream. But wait, there's more. Uh, this is Fox News. Biden makes multiple Second Amendment claims in wake of Nashville shooting, but reality isn't clear cut. Look. Yes. Here we go. This is one of them. They should be with us as a nation. We owe these families more than our prayers. We owe them action. You know, we have to do more to stop this gun violence that is ripping communities apart, ripping apart the soul of this nation. Protect our children so they learn how to read and write instead of duck and covering in classroom. He also said you're not allowed to go out and own an automatic weapon. Yes, you are. You're not allowed to own a machine gun. Yes, you are. You're not allowed to own a flamethrower. Yes, you are. You're not allowed to own so many other things. Why in God's name do we allow these weapons of war on our streets and in our public schools? Wait. Well, go ahead. We're allowed to own a flamethrower? Yeah. People build them all the time. Oh, well, I don't want to do that. I want to go buy one. Well, you can go buy one. You can buy a flamethrower. You're also allowed to own a machine gun or a machine gun, an automatic weapon. 
All you got to do is, you can't do it in Illinois, but the rest of the country pretty well can. All you have to do is pay the $200 tax stamp and go through a background check and register it, and you can have a fully automatic weapon. I did not know that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the gun range across the field from us, Darnell's, they got them. You can go in there and rent them from them, do shoots. Hmm, did not know that either. It's just really, uh, I guess it's a downer, man, when the President of the United States knows so little about your laws, and he's up there and he's trying to get us to uh, do a gun ban. To be fair, he rarely knows his own name, so. Yeah, he's, well, sometimes he's uh, he refers to Dr. Jill as his sister and his sister as his wife, and I don't think he knows what planet he's on. Uh, they're, they're not from the South. What's that? They're not from the South. So, President Trump, we were talking about this. Former. Former President Trump. Maybe he'll be president again. I don't know. If Joe Biden keeps doing this and... He's going to be in prison. If, no, Joe Biden no, keeps, if Joe Biden keeps pulling this and Donald Trump gets keeps getting BS indictment charges against him, I don't know. It may happen. He's up to 50. I think he's got 50%. And he's now widened his lead over DeSantis. Have you read that? Yes. In a poll of only 1,500 people, I put zero weight on that. I'm just saying, but still, it didn't go down. I'm just yeah. saying that he's, I think his chances are better when they're going after him like this because it's really peeing a lot of people off. Even Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, you know, the ventilators, he even blasted the uh, Manhattan. Is this Fredo D or is that the other one? No, Fredo's his brother. The one, okay, the one that the, was the on, one on CNN. CNN yeah, okay. Fredo Cuomo. I can't even remember his actual first name now. Chris, just, wasn't it? Yeah, Chris yeah. Cuomo. Yeah, Rush Limbo started that Fredo stuff, I think. <laughs> Did you see the video when that guy went up to him, Chris Cuomo? Mm -mm. And he's like, hey, Fredo. And Chris Cuomo got all up, up in arms. Yeah, like, I do remember that's that. That's a racial slur for us Italians. It's like, no, it's not. Shut up, Fredo. Anyway, Andrew Cuomo actually blasted the Manhattan DA Bragg's Trump probe. He goes, I think it's all politics. When you have, okay, when you have Andrew Cuomo thinking it's BS, it's BS. He yeah, knows he that's a, not going to do his side any good yeah, by doing this. He wasn't this. exactly a fan of, of Don. No, he was. They actually got along there a little bit uh, during the pandemic. He actually thanked the president, which was odd at the time, but you know, at least he recognized Trump was trying to help him. But when you've got Cuomo coming out and saying this is political, you know that somebody like Andrew Cuomo looks at this and goes, this is only going to hurt us. This ain't going to help us. And that's what every other witch hunt that's gone on with Donald Trump has done. So like we said at the beginning of the show, He's finally indicted. Where does it go from here? Dees, what do you think? I, I still think they're going to have a hard time. Well, it, it, it all depends on the jury. I mean, he's not. One side absolutely hates his guts. The other side thinks he's a deity. Yeah. You know, so good luck finding a uh, impartial jury on that one. I guess we'll just wait and see. This is the Aldonzo and D show on Cities 92.9. We'll be right back after these uh, commercial massages. Next segment, um, 
will have some somewhat sensitive material that may not be suitable for younger listeners. So if you do have a child in the room with you, they you might want to send them on a chore for the next few minutes. Maybe find some snakes they can play with at spring. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, I'm usually the one that brings us the uh, stupid, funny, quirky stuff. And Aldonzo here pulls out the serious, politically driven, newsworthy stuff. Um, but he found this. And like any hack comedian, I'm stealing his material. There you go. Have it. Have it. I drink and I research things. I've said that before. Go ahead with it. D's. Headline from the New York Post. Drunken mistake leads to embarrassing, <laughs> in quotes, embarrassing. Yeah, I would say so. Hospital visit. <clears throat> a man, a 47-year-old man, was left in extreme pain and needed surgery after he inserted a water glass into his rectum. That big thing of football, oh, it just did. The rectum damn near killed him. <laughs> the Nepalese man arrived at the emergency department, admitting the object had been inside him for three days. And then, can can uh, you? Wow. Yeah. Initially, the man said it happened by accident. No, wait, 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 wait. Look, look. That takes practice. That wasn't his first time doing anything well, like that. No, he was he was doing dishes and in you know he slipped and fell. Yeah, he so, st- took a step backwards, hit some water, fell backwards, and a drinking glass went up his. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Said it happened by accident before finally revealing that he had inserted the glass himself for sexual gratification while intoxicated, according to a journal of Nepal Medal- Medical Center. So this. It was the whiskey talking. <laughs> yeah. And the story the story has the actual x-ray and you can clearly see it is like a looks like a every it is. bit of an 8 ounce like whiskey sifter or sifter or whatever you want to call it. Um the man hadn't had a bowel movement in 2 days, I bet not. <laughs> hadn't had a bowel movement in 2 days but was able to pass wind. And he had no bleeding, but was in a lot of pain. The man said he tried to remove the glass, but failed. After an x-ray was done, doctors tried to remove it, but couldn't get a grasp on the gl- the glass as it was inverted. And I don't know if there you, was... it, it, when you do something like that with a glass, even on, on, it's like a plunger. It creates, How do you know? It creates a vacuum. <laughs> Research for the story. Anyway, he read it, it It creates like a vacuum. So as they were trying to uh, to do it, it just basically kept pushing it on up in there. So not o- not only is he lonely, he's also an idiot too. Yeah. They they performed an exploratory laparotomy, which is a surgery to open the abdomen. At that point, they attempted to move the glass out by milking or squeezing the lower intestine. Oh God, these. That didn't work either, because apparently uh, he had a pretty strong sphincter there and wasn't happening. So basically, well, keeping it in shape, they had to perform a word that I am not going to attempt to pronounce. But basically, they filleted his intestines uh, and retrieved the glass. Didn't I think Stone Sour did a song about this? Didn't they? I think they did. Pull that up. I'm looking for my drinking glass. Somehow lost it in my ass Oh God, it feels like forever And all the doctors told me That they cannot get it out It's sitting all the way inside my guts Cause I'm looking for my drinking glass Don't know how much time has passed All I know is that it feels like forever 
No one ever told me that this pain would feel like hell It's sitting all the way inside my ass How does it feel? That is your question It never gets old here at the Aldonzo oh and D show. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, he was interviewed after the surgery, and they asked him uh, how he felt. And he said he, was, he said he was pretty optimistic, just like his colon. Uh, he looks at the glasses half full. So <laughs> This reminds me, do you remember? It was an old, I don't even remember who it was, but it was an actual radio thing from years and years ago. And if you've... It was called Armageddon. It was two like hillbillies on a radio station somewhere. It was like a one of the morning wacky shows. I don't recall if I do. And they talk about these two uh, homosexuals. And one of them, it was the old gerbil in the the tube oh, thing. Oh yeah, no, th- th- that goes back to the who that, was the, uh, the uh, safe Richard word. Gere. The safe word was Armageddon, and they were joking that when they. Turbo wouldn't come out. The guy lit a match and held it up to the tube, which then caused a flamethrower effect. And he suffered second degree burns on his. Yeah. And that was, they just kept saying Armageddon. And it was funny. And sorry. I, you know what? I, I don't recall that, but I know the story. I think just about Thoughts anybody. Thoughts and prayers that, to this man and his. Uh, I think. <laughs> How do you live that down? You don't. At this, you move to another country. How about this one? You talk about Gullah people. Uh, this one's coming at us from the uh, Gateway Pundit. Uh, transgender woman left in tears after TSA, TSA agent hits her testicles at JFA, JFK Airport. Now, look at this chick. I, yeah, I read it. I, she kind of looks like a chick, doesn't she? Yeah. Anyway. Passable. Uh, uh, moving on now. A trans passable a transgender woman who claimed he was punched in the testicles by a tsa agent who then repeatedly yelled at her for having a penis has demanded the removal of airport tsa screenings according to the daily mail after the incident the trans woman shared a now deleted selfie of himself crying in a bathroom stall and saying her testicles still hurt so bad they didn't say testicles but i'm not sure i could say it I don't want the TSA agent that hurt me fired, he said in a post. I want her educated in the entirety of TSA abolished altogether. He cla- I, hey, I'm all for that. I 1,000% <laughs> agree I agree, there. but not for these reasons. They were doing their job. They saw a suspicious package, so they checked it out. What could he say? He claimed the female agent. See, this is he claimed the female agent, the trans woman, all this. I, I can't keep it straight. He claimed the female agent humiliated him in the airport security check line, followed him into the women's restroom, and then talked about the incident with a coworker while he cried in a cubicle. I'd probably talk about it, too. So here's where it gets hairy. Well, I've been kicked in the balls. I cried, too. <laughs> After the accusations were posted to social media, the airport said they were investigating the incident. We apologize again for your experience, it says in response. Your comments have been noted and shared. The transgender flyer's decision, here it comes, to rush to the airport stall and accusation that the TSA agent took issue with it comes over seven years after New York passed a law to allow a person of any gender to use any bathroom of their choosing. 
Law passed in 2021 also saw Americans allowed to legally change their gender on their passports without the need for medical documents. Uh, when Rosalind Montoya was moving through the security, a TSA officer reportedly pressed a button, designated her as a woman, triggering the alarm when she walked through the body scanner. So she gave her a cup check? <laughs> Let me get this out. Can we talk about how horrible it is to travel while being transgender sometimes, she said. I always have immense anxiety leading up to going through security. After being flagged by the security system because they saw a strange package, she called on the TSA to remove the gender settings from their scanners to cater to transgender people. So what happens was she went in as a woman. That's what they changed the setting to. Hold on. I, I think you're confusing. <clears throat> this Rosalind Montoya is not the one that got hit in the... The berries. This was a separate incident that she that this one was talking about as far as. Right. So what happened with the chick that went through there? Yeah. Is she went in as a woman. This chick went in as a woman. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. scanned it and found something on her that was. Right. An right, anomaly. right. But yeah, I was just Rosalind saying, Montoya the, was the, the one that initiated that yeah, the 2021. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. probably should have cleared that up. Yeah. So anyway, she she goes through and they pat her down and they check her and they find this. And I think it was more of a humiliation thing. But, you know, you should probably yeah, again, be I, honest with the T. I have questions like, what was it a punch? Was it, uh, you know, a back backhanded nut tap type thing? Let me tell you something. As a person that has those, I can assure you right now that if it was anything with any force, they'd be doubled over, probably thrown up. Yeah, because, I mean, like like Eddie Murphy said years ago, you can just graze nuts and it hurts. just takes a minute for it to, you know, to, to actually register. Like, did that just I think with all my... <gasps> Look, with all the transgender crap going on right now, I'm sure this is probably blown way out of proportion. And the TSA agent was joking in his cubicle with other people, but yeah, he probably was. They probably found that funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. All I know is that she's got a lot of balls to be complaining oh, about this. Oh, boy. And now that we've gotten our violations in uh, for this week, we're going to we're gonna be right back for the last segment of the first hour. Eldonzo and D's right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Don't forget, download the Cities 929 app available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple App Store. Listen to us live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. That helps our metrics out. That is Cities 929 app available on both major platforms. Now, back to the show. Hey, we're back on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, the Eldonzo and Dee Show. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dee's. And I really want to kick this segment off. Uh, we're into our second hour today on Saturday. I want to kick this segment off with something. And to preface this a little bit, I'd have never known about this had I not seen these, these memes and these things on Facebook and Twitter uh, about Florida banning the Statue of David and kids can't see the Statue of David, which... Of course, Michelangelo is David. It's it's man in the human form, I would say, natural form, right? Yeah. There's nothing pornographic about it to me. Is there anything pornographic about it to you? No. Okay. Um, so I did some digging into this, and MSN had this headline about DeSantis is Florida. You can't, you kids can't see the statue of David. And I read it, and it was all about this this teacher got fired. So I started doing some more uh, investigation into this. And uh, the first thing I came across was Huffington Post. Uh, the headline is Florida principal out after viewing of Michelangelo's David upsets parents. So that sounds to me like the school 
allowed the kids to see a picture of Michelangelo's David, and the principal was fired in direct response to that. What do you think? Does that, what do you get out of that headline? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to read the story a little bit. The principal of Florida's Tallahassee Classical School is out of a job after parents complained that their sixth grade children were shown Michelangelo's 16th century David sculpture, with one parent calling it pornographic. The now former principal, Hope Carasquilla, I think I said that right, told HuffPost the situation was also a little more complicated than that, noting that the usual protocol is to send parents a letter before students are shown such classical work. Due to a series of miscommunications, the letter did not go out to the sixth grade parents and some complained. One parent was point blank upset and felt her child should not be viewing those pieces. In other news, there's one more person that has never seen actual porn. There you go. And that's another side to this. But I'm reading this going, wait a minute. This gal was forced to resign and or be fired because she forgot to send a letter out under the guise of miscommunication to the parents of a class who are viewing classical artwork, a, also known as Michelangelo's David. She was fired for that because she forgot to send a letter out under the guise of miscommunication. I call BS. I think it smells fishier than lesbian speed dating at a seafood restaurant. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's not how this works. She was either be fired or resigned. She resigned. Didn't Do, I, well, I did some more digging. Did you have a question? Yeah. Well, wasn't there a time <clears throat> at one point where they knocked the uh, twig off at one point? Yeah, they actually covered him up. Uh, the Catholic Church did. They cover it or they remove it? No, they covered it. No, they never. They put fig leaves on it. Okay. And then they took it off and everybody okay. got better about it. But but there's no way that this happened. So I, I found this from the New York Post, and this gives you a little bit more information. This is uh, This is their story. A Florida principal was forced out of her job after parents complained about a Renaissance art lesson that featured a historic sculpture by Michelangelo, with one parent even calling it, of course, pornographic. School leader Hope Casacuela, blah, 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 blah. Uh, she was at charter school for less than a year, and she told the newspaper the school board's chair, Barney Bishop, offered the ultimatum, and she believes it was tied to the art lesson that included Michelangelo's David and his creation of Adam Fresco painting. Now, a couple words I want you to take out of this. She believes it was tied to the art lesson. Bishop confirmed to the publication that he did give her an ultimatum, but declined to explain why on the advice of the school's lawyer. It saddens me that my time here had to end this way, Karasquila said. While Tallahassee Classical is reportedly required to teach about Renaissance art in the sixth grade, three parents spoke up about the lesson's content and claimed it upset their children. Two parents said they wanted to be notified about the lesson before it took place, and another parent slammed it as pornographic. Bishop told the news outlet that the art lesson was one of several issues with Carasquilla, but did not elaborate. Carasquilla conceded a message should have gone out about the art lesson, but a breakdown in communications prevented that. Also what this goes into is that she had other issues with the school. She's only been there a year. This sounds like it was one of the straws that broke the camel's back if it was anything. Yeah, I would say that they were looking for a reason. And this little, I believe that it was a communication thing, mishap, whatever. Um, and as minuscule as it is individually, 
I believe that they were just looking for a reason that this they, was. They had been showing this. This, this was the final bullet. This classical artwork to to children in the sixth grade at this school for twenty years for two decades, and they sent out the letter. If somebody didn't want their kid, I mean, he may get thrown in the locker after this. But if somebody didn't want their kid seeing it, they just say, "Hey, we don't want our kids seeing this. No problem." She simply forgets to send it out. That to me, that would be a lawsuit. If the principal somehow during miscommunication forgot to get this out to the parents and they're going to fire for it. No, there was a lot of stuff going on before this. There's other other issues. People see this junk and they turn in, well, this is what's wrong with Florida. And DeSantis is Florida. Kids can't see art. I saw a meme today of it appears to be a mother taking her daughter through a classroom full of bloodied bodies and shielding her from Michelangelo's David. You can't see this. This is where this gets out of hand, like we talked about earlier in the show, uh, with Facebook and Twitter and social media. People see stuff, they don't research it, and they just regurgitate it. Oh, yeah. That's always been one of my biggest complaints about uh, social media is somebody will post one story or whatever. Uh, Perfect example, every two or three months, somebody will post, you know, rest in peace to blah 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 and it turns out that they died four years ago but because one of their friends' friends' friends shared it people not even thinking will share it and share it and then it becomes blown up next thing you know half the country thinks that you know Eddie Van Halen died yesterday when he actually died two and three years ago it's a disease it's yeah. a disease now getting back to the pornography thing so first of all this is not pornography okay um, second of all I believe the parents have the right to choose what their kids see in school. It's run by the community. Schools are pretty much what you can see in a school is decided by the community. If the parent doesn't want it, that's fine. I'm not saying I agree with it. Sixth graders, the girls are going to blush. The boys are going to giggle. Okay. They're going to make jokes. I get it. Um, but to call this pornography is not pornography by any stretch of the imagination. No, that's that, that one particular parent. I do not want to live in the same neighborhood because they don't sound like a normal human being and you can guarantee they probably don't have a sense of humor as well oh no 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 but if that's their choice that's their choice they should have gotten the letter they didn't get the letter but i'm telling you right now this wasn't about this carasquilla lady or carasquilla or whatever however you pronounce her name it wasn't about her just simply not sending out a letter to got her fired it wasn't the state of florida it wasn't Ron DeSantis. and i even saw somebody tying it into the don't say gay bill which doesn't mention anything about not saying gay in it and this was all part of that and teaching sexuality uh to people up to third grade so they tied all this together and it's absolutely unrelated it's got nothing to do with it yeah so it's a bit of a random mind i just it kind of peed me off a little bit these what do you got Here's one from the New York Post. Male powerlifter enters a woman's event and breaks record. A bearded... Oh. A bearded... No, but trust me, you're going to like the... He's waving his finger. He's like, no, 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 you wait. I'll get more. A bearded pro powerlifter entered a woman's competition in Canada and smashed a record held by a trans lifter who was watching. Mm -hmm. Avi Silverberg, Silverberg, the head coach for Team... The head coach for Team Canada Powerlifting for more than 10 years entered Saturday's Heroes Classic Tournament in Lethbridge, Alberta, after identifying as a female. Videos shared by the athlete activist group, the Independent Council of Women's Sports, ICONS, shows him walking up to the platform still fully bearded and wearing a regular men's singlet. 
He then casually bench pressed nearly 370 pounds, beating the current Alberta nice. woman's record by almost 100 pounds. That record, 275, was held by trans athlete Ann Andres, who was seen watching Silverberg while volunteering so, at the event. So this guy's making a point. Yes. Nice. It's about somebody's time somebody stood up and did that. Yeah. The uh, Ann Andres, uh, who was the previous record holder and is trans, who... In the interest of fairness, transition fully transitioned uh, like 20 years ago. Um, but still, still dude. spades a spade. The, the, the trans lifter won eight of nine competitions that she had entered in the women's category over the last four years. Uh, as Silverberg broke her record, Andres stood off the edge of the platform area, only strolling back on after the male lifter walked off. So basically what happened was, like you said, this this guy was just kind of sick of the whole thing and wanted to prove a point. So when he registered for the competition, he said, I identify as a female and they have no like hormone regulations or anything like that. If it's if you identify as it, then you can compete. So he's like, yeah, I'm a woman went in there and destroyed her record. Now, while I think that's good. So my personal feeling, we're coming up to a hard breaker. My personal feelings on this is. I think women, okay, in any sport where they have to compete against a male, mm-hmm. should just stop and walk away from it. Should just protest it. Okay. Okay. Hit him in the pocketbook. Oh, you mean if Who, it? Who's going to watch one man compete against himself? Like if it's a trans? Yeah. Or yeah. Trans swimmers. Tra- we talked about the trans. Shouldn't be doing it anyway. That's again. No, they shouldn't. One thousand percent support. If one of my rights. kids came out as transgender. I still love them. If one of my kids came out as transgender and said they were going to start competing in women's sports, I would not speak to them. I'd disown them. Yeah. It's not right. There's no. a principle to it. There's a code. As a good human being, you don't do that stuff. That's disgusting. But that's just me, though. And uh, to end it, Silverberg, who was the one that beat the record, he's one of the executive members listed on the website as vice president in Alberta of the powerlifters. And he did not immediately agree to request to be interviewed. So in other words, he came in, kicked ass, took names, and left. <laughs> awesome. Eldonzo and Dees will be right back. Coming at you from the Skyhammer Studios right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dee's. Because that's the only order we can do it in. Okay, so I got this story here for you. And Dee's, you got a chance to read this, correct? Yes. Okay. So we, we got a couple issues I think we're going to dissect through this story. So we're going to be reading it, pausing, stopping like we usually do. Uh, headline, Mississippi News anchor pulled off air after quoting Snoop Dogg, faux shizzle. But it went farther than that. Yeah. It went farther than that. We're going to read it to you right now. Mississippi Morning News veteran anchor Barbie Bassett has been pulled from the air after using Snoop Dogg's popular phrase, faux shizzle manizzle, during a live broadcast. While discussing Snoop Dogg's latest venture into the California wine market, Snoop Cali Blanc Bassett and her colleagues at NBC affiliate WLBT traded jokes about the new beverage line. At one point, co-anchor Wilson Stribling, 
Stribling floated the idea that a newsroom journalist may get a tattoo like Martha Stewart inspired by Snoop Dogg. And we have the audio for you. We're going to play it. Before we know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? Huh. Huh, <laughs> I had a feeling Julie was black. Um, so we didn't know this, but seemingly she was a shizzle my nizzle, I guess is, I guess nizzle is slang word for the N word. You didn't know that? I n- never knew that. Yes. I never thought about that. I didn't know it was a slang word for a slang yeah, word. It's one I, that Snoop has used for a very long time. I, I know that because we say it all the time when you're in high school, fishizzle my nizzle, doggy after, fizzle, you know, or whatever. After hearing it, the way she said it, like my niz- yeah, yeah. I, I caught, I expected because I hadn't heard the audio on it. I literally expected like, Super white, like for like, shizzle my nizzle. For like, shizzle no, my nizzle, she was doggy straight up, fizzle. Yeah, she was straight up, like you know, but about she, ready to drop a beat. Uh, okay, but that's how the that's it's okay. So anyway, I I don't look. I don't know if she should have been fired, um, or she, pulled off the air or whatever. But she did not return to the anchor desk after the March 8th incident. As reported by Clarion Ledger, Bassett is no longer listed as a news team member. Bassett, who is white, okay, obviously. So, 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 yeah, she's been fired then. Also tweeted the phrase in 2011, but the post has since been deleted. This is not the first time Bassett has found herself at the center of a controversy. In October 2022, Bassett, who was WL, WLBT's first ever chief meteorologist, apologized after using the phrase grandmammy while speaking with a black female reporter who she also called girl and sis. Now, look, I don't think this Bassett chick, I don't think she she means harm. This she's is, she's this, obviously in her, she's got to be what, in her 50s? I'd say 40s. And she may be just be trying to hip, be good, hip and be cool. Woman. Yes, she is. Charlemagne the God even said it. She shouldn't have been fired for that. No. All these people are saying this. And like I said, when I was in high school, I, I heard the N-word, okay, but I never... When I heard the Snoop Dogg say Manizzle, I never, I don't know. I just thought it was this yeah, rhyming. Yeah, it was I like he created his whole Izzle ang- uh, slang language. You know, you can, the D double, or the D-O to the double jizzle. And yeah, or whatever the Izzle, Izzle, is Stizzle like, stuff. She is just trying way too hard to sound cool. And um, as far as I'm concerned, it's harmless. It is harmless. It's look, you can make a lot of arguments about words. This is just this is a made up word. It didn't even exist before Snoop Dogg. Yeah. That's like if I say uh if I choose say I choose I wanted to use the N word for something but couldn't use the N word and I started calling all black people kittens. Yeah. So at some point would kitten become <laughs> racist? I'm I'm not being serious she about this. She went to this. school at Mississippi College. I'm sure she probably knew plenty of African-American people then. Yeah. Though not intentional, I now understand how my comment was both insensitive and hurtful. I've apologized to Carmen Poe. Now I would like to apologize to you. This is not the heart of who I am, and for that, I humbly ask for your forgiveness, and I apologize to everyone I have offended. Okay, so the first thing she should have done is not apologize in the first place. I believe this apology is for the grandmammy. Oh, that would have been Carmen Poe. Okay, this yeah. is for the grand grandmammy. I, okay, yeah. that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, the mammy thing you're talking Aunt Jemima stuff right there. Yeah. Again, I don't necessarily 
think it's racist, so to speak, but I, I mean, I could, it's still something she shouldn't say. The grandmammy thing. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Or, or it's, it's like sis or uh, what was the other one she said? Girl or sis. But yeah. They girl. Look, I don't know. Is that a reason to be fired or quit and issue no. an apology? Maybe somebody should have pulled her off to the side and been like, you know, the same thing with the Manizel thing. Like, hey, hey, uh, bastard, it, you can't. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, don't you're that. you're white. Yeah, Just, you're white. Yeah. Don't don't act. Don't try to. Yeah. yeah, that's what they should have done. Okay, the kids aren't going to be dapping you up on the streets like this is. I'm sorry, <clears throat> Eldonzo dapping up means like you know you high five. I got to explain it to your hillbilly ass because D's over here knows that I'm extremely I'm from the white, streets, bro. Uh, while some criticize Bass's choice of words, she also received support from Charlemagne, the God from the Breakfast Club. Uh, he said, and I quote, I don't think she should have been fired for that. The uh, She might not even know what nizzle means. Yo, come on, like, stop. That's not a reason to fire that woman. I agree with him. Yeah, I do too. There's she, no reason She shouldn't for that. say it for the simple fact that it it's, doesn't sound cool coming out of her and, mouth. And, the, and it's not like racially motivated or anything like that. So uh, I don't let me, think that. Let me just say the reason I've never said it on the radio was because I never thought about saying it. When we were in high school, we were like, yeah, for she's a manizzle and all this other stuff. We, yeah, didn't, no. even, we didn't even think about it. So, but they were talking about Snoop Dogg. It was something that relates to him. It's not something if that's we going to get you beat up, but it's something no, that people are going to look at you like, just but stop. I, to be honest with you, if we, were, if we were discussing something about Snoop Dogg, I'm not sure it wouldn't come out of my mouth unwittingly. I'm but, just saying. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah. I don't think I would necessarily say it during a newscast, but, you know. Yeah, you, people need to get their panties out of the rear end about this yeah. stuff, though, okay? Do we have enough time for this one? You want to go ahead and try it? We can always carry it over. All right. Okay, AI expert. This is Fox News. This is breaking today. Warns Elon Musk signed letter doesn't go far enough. Says literally everyone on Earth will die. And Aldonzo Hadiz is not trying to be downers about this, okay? Yeah, to, if you have not listened to us, uh, our previous shows, we've covered how AI chat, this chatbot thing is progressively getting more and more uh, sentient or human-like. Uh, and the fact that it can uh, fly a fighter jet while dogfighting, it's now learning to lie to humans, to deceive them, to get what it wants. And now they had this big conference where uh, Elon Musk and uh, more than 1,000 experts signed an open letter organized by the nonprofit Future of Life Institute which is primarily funded by the Musk Foundation Billionaires Charity Grant-Making Organization. Basically, what, what the letter calls for is an industry-wide pause until proper safety protocols have been developed and vetted by independent experts and details potential risks that advanced AI poses without proper oversight. Now, I'm no expert, <clears throat> but if I have... But you stay in the Holiday Express last yes, night. But if I have a collection of, let's be honest here, some of the smartest people on the planet are now saying, hey, we should probably pump the brakes on this AI thing because it could very quickly get out of control. Well, let's make it even, let's make it even more depressing. Eliezer Yukoski, an artificial intelligence expert with more than two decades of experience studying AI safety, said an open letter calling for a six-month moratorium on developing powerful AI systems does not go far enough. This guy's saying it's already gone too far, and the whole world needs to get together. China, Russia, 
uh, North Korea, America, and say, stop it. We're not doing this anymore. We got to put these restrictions on there. I The thing can dogfight. So, yeah, I agree that I don't think six months is enough. You're just, oh, let's just, you know, let's pause it until what November or whatever it is. Think of all the things going on in America right now. Yeah. Okay. Everything's around technology, the open borders, everything. We've got Joe Biden in the White House. We've got all this stuff going on. We've got the nuclear war crisis. What if this is already set in self? What if this is already in motion? What if it's already dictating what's going the to hell happen? Do you think I've been talking about? For the I last know, I know, but weeks. I'm trying to put it in a different light. Yeah, no, it's it, it again. We're worried about World War Three and all this stuff, the, but we're literally looking at like the eradication you know, my, of the my human My brother species. came up. My brother came up with a good point. Chem bio warfare doesn't affect AI one bit. Wipe no. us out. Yeah, these things are becoming sentient, dude. Yeah. I mean, the power grid is one thing. If if that were to be wiped out, that might, you know, that that's what's gonna. Ha- you, you've seen Terminator, right? You've seen what happens to the world. Yeah. Or, or, or Matrix. The, the Matrix. Matrix. Yes. Where, where they the, where they, they block out the solar they power so they the sun so that there's no power and they have to start making humans for batteries. <sighs> it, it seems like a far fetched movie idea, but what he we've makes seen just in these last few months with what AI is doing. It started with, you know, the self-driving cars and, and things like that. And, yeah, it's not where it needs to be, this is, but it's getting more and more advanced. And this it, is this is what he said, and I quote, Many researchers steeped in these issues, including myself, expect that the most likely result of building a superhumanly smart AI under anything remotely like the current circumstances is that literally everyone on Earth will die. Not as in maybe possibly some remote chance, but as in that is the obvious thing that would happen. These things will get smart and realize we're slow, we're stupid, and we're beneath them, and they will eradicate us and take over in their AI minds what is their world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary as hell. Yeah. He, he says the problem is that AI are more intelligent than human beings might disobey its creators and wouldn't care for human life. Who thought when we were watching Terminator when we were kids, we're like, yeah, well, that'll probably happen, but we'll never see it. Yeah, it's Guess not a what? movie. It's a documentary. We're seeing it. And if AI doesn't take out the Aldonzo and D show, we'll be right back. Cross your fingers. City's 92.9 News and Talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Aldonzo. I'm Dees. And what we decided we're going to start this one off with, I love Senator John Kennedy. He's got zero Fs given. He just lights anybody up he can. This latest one, of course, he was, uh, I'll just read you the headline. Did you parachute in from another planet? He roasts uh, Secretary Mayorkas over open southern border. Uh, of course, I like the headline. Mayor has left bamboozled when asked to define assault weapon. That's going to be the second tier to this. Senator John Kennedy, Republican Louisiana, is a straight-shooting national treasure, complete with an incisive wit and dry sense of humor. He has displayed these talents throughout his time in the Senate, whether by stumping unqualified Biden nominees and or in interviews with reporters. On Tuesday, he made disgraced Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas his next victim. Mayorkas was testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Tuesday. So, I got the audio here. You got to check this out. 
Have you heard this yet, Dees? No. Oh, guess what you're going to. Here we go. Roll clip four. Did you just parachute in from another planet, Mr. Secretary? Because you're the only person in the Milky Way who believes that we're not having massive, massive illegal immigration into America. Senator, you're you're um, you're putting words into my mouth. No, sir. There is, I'm accurately is, describing the situation. There is no question. There is no question that we have a very serious challenge at our southern border. So that was, of course, uh, Senator John Kennedy. What'd you think of that, Dees? That's pretty funny. I thought it was pretty dang good. And then he he. It also caught him up in this thing about defining an assault weapon. And it was a military thing, and it's this, and it's that. He couldn't define assault weapon. Then the best thing is, Kennedy comes up after he gets done, smacks him on the shoulder, and startles Mayorkas, and then sticks out his hand and shakes it. And you could see the look on Mayorkas's face. <laughs> like, he's like, what in the hell is going on here? John Kennedy, OG. Speaking of OGs. Armed Georgia homeowner catches intruder in the act, shoots him dead as neighbors cook breakfast. Play stupid games? Win stupid prizes. A Georgia homeowner fatally shot a would-be intruder trying to break into his house, and a neighbor called police after the gunshots interrupted her breakfast. Shots rang out at about 5.30 a.m. Thursday in DeKalb County when an unidentified homeowner shot the unidentified male suspect, who was rushed to a local hospital but did not survive. The gunshots were heard by neighbors in the area, including Millen Sidnor, who was in the middle of making breakfast. I was in the kitchen, and then there were gunshots, and it was really loud, Sidnor told Fox 5. <laughs> I heard a few gunshots, and then about five minutes later, the police showed up. Another resident in the area, Joanne Proctor, said she was left on edge and that criminals are targeting homes early in the morning. Young guys are stalking the neighborhood at night. Like four to five in the morning, they checking doors, Proctor said. The homeowner, who has also not been identified, was questioned by police and returned to his home by mid-morning. He will not be charged as he was defending himself in his home. So do you see what happens in Georgia? If you barge into somebody's house while other people in the neighborhood are cooking dinner, you're going to get Breakfast. capped. Or breakfast. You're yeah. going to get capped. You done messed up a Aaron. Yeah, that that should happen anywhere, not just in Georgia. It'll happen at my house. How do you how look at no wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. How do you go into a neighborhood at 530 in the morning in the south? It's daylight savings time. It's it's bright, and decide you're gonna break into some guy's house. And just you're gonna go in there. How stupid are you? Yeah, that's pretty stupid. If anything, if you're going to do it in the, the the wee hours, you better pick, you know, midnight, 1230, 2 o'clock, 530. That's when people are getting up, going to work. And you want to look, if you want to do a 530 a.m. raid, OK, go to Chicago and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's when. Go to New York or San Francisco. Don't yeah. go to Alabama idiots 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 well it's like you like we said in the beginning play stupid games win stupid prizes um that's about all the information we have from it uh the investigation in the shooting is ongoing according to fox 5 police have not released information on why the suspect was trying to break into the home and if the homeowner was targeted it doesn't matter if he was targeted because he flipped the target around and put it right on the perpetrator yeah like i said i applaud this man uh just like the story we did last week 
uh, down in Florida when the about the father about the father abusive yeah. ex after being run off by the police came back and didn't realize that she had called her dad and her dad was carrying and he walked in and got shot in the chest and uh, died within an hour or two. So, so could you imagine with highly effective gun control where those people would be right now? It could be a crapshoot. You never know. If they well, the, if they're doing that in gun friendly states. The, the woman would probably be dead and, and this man would also probably be dead if he was awake and didn't wasn't armed. Um, maybe the perp wasn't armed with a gun, but they may have at least had some kind of way. I, I would like to think that if I was going to do something like that and commit that kind of crime, I would be carrying something just in case you run into somebody. Maybe not necessarily a gun, but I don't know. But that's the thing. We cannot put ourselves in the mind of those people. Right. That's what makes us decent people. And I say I say great people because we're not great people, but we're decent. We're decent people. Dees, what do you got for us? Uh, headline: It took me 960 tries to get my license at age 69. It cost me thousands of dollars. It's a woman, isn't it? Let me say this again: 960 tries. Wouldn't you given up by like 947? I would have given up by like five. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the world is just telling you that you shouldn't be behind the wheel if it takes you 960 tries. And yeah, I don't know over the course of how many years, but and thankfully for us and all of our listeners out there, this is in South Korea. So you can safely walk the sidewalks. (laughs) She failed it 960 times, passed it on her 961st. Well, yay. Kudos to you. Uh, the amount of money in U.S. dollars, <clears throat> $4,200 trying to pass the test. But if we figured with inflation and everything, they're saying it's actually probably about thirteen five, just to get a driver's license. You know, to become a lawyer, you can only fail the bar exam a certain number of times, right? Look, I, I don't want to take away anybody's right to be able to drive a motor vehicle, but I'd say after 800 you should just be disqualified because at that yeah. point it's a you're just you're just running the odds that yeah. you'll be able to pass the test. You cannot be a good driver at the 960 960 times of failing. You can't be a good driver on the 900. Like oh, all of a sudden, I took it the next day and I was fine. 960 times a driving test. Uh, you've taken the driving test, right? I've done the test. <laughs> Not that test. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the driving test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yep, very good. Not Tuesday. But, like, how how do you not at least memorize? You think they... I'd like to see a copy of this test, because every driving test I've ever taken has been multiple choice. I bet ChatGPT could get it in the first try. Well, ChatGPT passed the bar in the top 10%. (laughs) So, yeah, I bet they could. But I would think that you would, like... I don't know, have stuff memorized by uh, I don't, try 150 or so, but not 960. That is absolutely nuts. Um, even worse is she's now 80 and still driving. And I'd like to see if she could pass it now. I don't want to see her try to attempt to drive <laughs> anything at this point, to be honest with you. Even better is that she bought a car. She paid $16,800 for a car that she couldn't even drive 
until she took the driving test 961 times. Instead of taking the driving test, I probably went home and taking the pump action if I couldn't pass it after that many times. Yeah, and I obviously we're on the radio, so I can't show you. The, that's let me just get these or Donzo's reaction. Oh, easy, oh, easy, easy, <laughs> easy. Oh, come on. It's all good fun here on the old Donzo and D show. <laughs> speaking about somebody else's not having a good time, but we got to bring this up. Uh, new right-wing conspiracy theory suggests that Democratic Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania has been replaced by a body double. Fetterman, who has been hospitalized at Walter Reed Medical Center for five weeks now for depression, uh, became the subject of a theory Friday after a crop photo of him smiling was shared on social media. Commentators claimed without evidence that Fetterman had been replaced with a lookalike after secretly dying or being incapacitated during his ongoing hospitalization. Now, Dees, you saw the pictures. What was your first initial thought? That it wasn't him. You look at it, there's like no way yeah, it could be The picture him. that they showed definitely does not look like him. And then I read the rest of the article, and much like most of it America, from a year- they didn't continue to read. It was from a year prior. Yeah. Okay, so why didn't they have that body double, mind double, when he did the thing with Oz, the debate with Oz? Yeah, it's just they're fishing and they're not catching anything because it was it, clearly him. It looked cool. I don't know how they made him look normal, but they obviously did. Yeah. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Wilmington Normal. segment of today's El Donzo and D's show here on Cities 92.9 News and Talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. And I'm D's. And before we get into our last couple little tidbits here, I want to remind you, please go to our Facebook page that is at facebook.com slash El Donzo D's. <coughs> Give us a like, a follow, a share. Uh, drop us some comments, what you like about the show. Get us out there. Also, if you're one of those that are listening to us either uh, on the radio or on Spotify after we post this, um, you could do us a favor by downloading the Cities 929 app that's available on Android, uh, Google Play Store, as well as the Apple App Store. Um, That's how they do the metrics here. So listen to us through the app and that will do us us a solid. So D's or D's. I'm D's. (laughs) Aldonzo. Blue Day and I'm El Donzo. You ain't got no legs. You ain't got no legs. I got hungry. Okay, so Joe Rogan is, of course, making headlines again. Uh, Joe Rogan is the most downloaded and most listened to podcaster in the nation. Am I correct with this? Yeah. He is the Rockerola of Ayatollah. He is the coup de gras. He is the Lothario of farts. You completely said that wrong. What did I say wrong? You said Rockerola of Ayatollah. It's the oh, Ayatollah, Ayatollah of Rockerola. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, hey. It's that's Chris potatoes. Jericho. That's, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, that's uh, the Lord Humongous. The oh. Ayatollah of Rockerola. I'll go and bleep that out, too, and make it sound like something <laughs> completely different by the time anybody <laughs> listens to it. Anyway. So, Joe Rogan went on a bit of a rant. And uh, we got some audio for you, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read this off. Uh, this is from a show a couple days ago. 
Like one of the great examples is what's happening right now in this massive protest in France. A massive protest in France. Nine million people on the street, literally. This is about the social security change. Macron in France takes his effing $80,000 watch off under the table while he's talking to people about tightening up and about how, you know, this has to be done. Like the guy's wearing an effing find out what watch he was wearing. Oh, he's saying find out what watch he was wearing because you're a watch head. But the fact that this dork thought it was a good move to take his effing watch off under the table. And then there's a protest in Israel. Now we're going to go right into uh, right into the audio where he just rips in to Joe Biden. And then there's the, the protests in Israel. Enormous protests in Israel. Millions of people on the streets, yeah. and you're not hearing a fucking peep about it. You know, all it is is like January 6th. January 6th. Did you see what they did? January 6th. Trump is coming back, but January 6th looms large. How about the fact that the guy who's the president right now can't form a fucking sentence? He makes up words and stumbles through things. And no one says a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> I think he makes a pretty good point here. I think he's actually yeah. fed up. Now, if you remember Joe, and I kind of butchered when I was reading into that. Now, if you remember, Joe Rogan was a bit of a Bernie guy. I wouldn't say he was a Bernie guy, but he was a bit of a, he like sympathized with Bernie Sanders and the and that kind of thing. I think he's made a definite change. What, what I, do you think? I mean, if I had to label him and I, maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say he he's more like me and that he, Correct. Kind of teeters the line a little bit. I think he definitely leans right. How can you not? Yeah. With the things that he said and his outlook on things, how can you not lean towards the right? Yeah. I think a lot more people than we give him credit for leans towards the right. And speaking of another one, I think leans towards the right, J.K. Rowling. She's in the news again. Have you been following this? No. Okay. She did the whole. I've gender. never seen a minute of those movies, so I. Just... Uh, okay, that's fine. You don't have to see a minute of the movies, but you know who she is. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. if you know the movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, headline: J.K. Rowling battles Scottish official officials in latest gender debate. Uh, quote: Is a bee penis rapist a man or a woman? <laughs> what? Yeah. So she's she's stoking fires. Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling recently had a throwdown with Scottish National Party members on Twitter, blasting them for claiming they are proponents of women's rights when they voted to make it easier for biological men in prison to be housed with female inmates. In a series of charged tweets, Rowling cheekily mocked both SNP leadership candidate Humza Yousaf's vote to stop an amendment to Scottish law that would prevent biological male rapists from being housed in women's prison and his campaign pitched that he's for women's rights. One more time, in a series of charged tweets, Rowling cheekily mocked both SNP leadership candidate Humza Yousaf's vote to stop an amendment to Scottish law that would prevent biological male rapists from being housed in women's prison and his campaign pitched that he's for women's rights. Do you catch what's being said there? Yeah. Complete and utter BS. Yeah. Rowling blasted Yousef on Twitter Thursday after her post 
After she posted a campaign ad noting his support for women's rights, the ad depicted the politician holding large pink heart featuring the words, Upholding Rights, and featured a quote from him vowing, I'll advance women's rights if made first minister. Well, obviously you won't. And this is something we touch on a lot here is this whole transgender thing. And then you get into the biological male rapists that claim they're transgender and they want to go to a women's prison. Dees, what do you think is going to happen there? Um, more rape. That's what I'm guessing, too. <laughs> so J.K. Rowling has taken a beating. Okay, she's the uh, author of the Harry Potter books. And she has taken an absolute beating on her stance for natural gender rights. How did we get to this point to where somebody cannot go and say, hey, this is how I feel about this and not be berated and run out of run out of town with torches and pitchforks? It will, we can't. Obviously not. Yeah. Uh, Rowling, a feminist at the center of controversy for battling with certain trans activists, blasted the Scottish First Minister's candidates for making the claim while having just voted against an amendment that would have stopped convicted male rapists from being housed with female inmates, inmates in Scotland. She brought up this voting history, writing, What a lovely pink heart. Now tell us why you have voted down the amendment to stop race rapists from being housed in women's jails. I think she brings up a pretty damn valid point. Oh, absolutely. You're going to take the wolf and put it in the hen house. Or the fox and put it in the hen house. I guess my my only question would be, are these male rapists convicted of raping other males or females? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really think it matters with rapists. <laughs> True. I don't think I did. You know, it's I think any anything they find will do to stick themselves in, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, especially when you get in prison. It's a matter of what's available. Well, if you're in a women's prison, there's there's more options than it would, would be if there was a men's prison. Maybe they should send him to the prison we talked about last week in the U.K. Ooh, no. Oh. There's there's appears to be an opening after they fired all the, the guards that were. Well, he'll certainly get some leg out of that deal. <laughs> I've got one more story here, but Dees, do you have anything that you wanted to touch on? Uh, I was just going to talk about uh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, let's have it, Scott. Old Scotty Pippen. The, yeah, uh, there's been a long debate uh, among the two generations between who's the greatest NBA player, player, uh, whether it's LeBron or uh, Michael Jordan. But after uh, Larissa's recent interview, it might just be Scotty Pippen because she claims that during their 23 year marriage, her and Scotty did the deed four times a night. For their entire marriage. And how long did their marriage last? 23 years. Four times a night for 23 years. I got the math already done for you. Okay. let's. He saw me picking up my cell phone going to the calculator. That's 1,460 times a year for a total of 33,580 for the duration of their marriage. When did he have time to do anything else? Or the leg strength? Well, I'm thinking that you know what I'm going with on this is uh, she must have done a lot of faking something ow four, <laughs> four, four times for God's sakes D's four times that's a lot of times the, I, I, that's, that's, that's over a thousand times a year that's 1460 times a year is what I said it's insanity that's insanity in my earpiece what you're telling me right yeah. now and, and how about this for insanity I heard about this through my accountant 
Heat deceits, remote start key fobs, and other creature comforts are likely to be subject to monthly or annual fees. As cars get more expensive to make and profit margins dwindle, automakers are coming up with new and loathsome ways to squeeze more money out of their customers. Now, I heard about this. He was telling me he, he bought somebody a new car, bought his girlfriend a new car, and they were charging her for the heated seat subscription. Yeah. Ten bucks a month. Yeah. So he didn't actually buy the car. I am 100% convinced that this is going to become a normal thing within the next 10 years. They're going to they're gonna milk you for every cent. You know what? Stop the world. Eldonzo wants off. And you know what? We're going to get off right now, aren't we? It's the Eldonzo and D show. Off the air. Off the air. It, exactly. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, that. We'll be right back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Catch us here. We're gone. See ya.